All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Cardinellis. We are live in the KHTS studio with a great program today. I am here with my co-host... Mark Murphy, maintaining civility in the political conversation, I hope. And we are blessed to be... Um, oh, wait, no, I said we are lucky to be graced with the presence. There we are. I was messing up my idioms there. Uh, with a comedian par excellence, none other than Jess Weber, famous for... Um, Real fake news. That's right. Yeah, this guy actually goes dressed up to leftist rallies as a Fox News anchor just to uh, raise havoc and ask people some hilarious questions and videotape all of the um, insanity that ensues. Or he goes to conservative rallies dressed as a CNN or an MSNBC or an NBC anchor doing everything from (laughs) smoking joints on camera. I can't believe that one. Or just plain old... Butchering politics in favor of the other guy just to get the dude on camera angry. I mean, this is really, really funny spoof news that uh, is is actually pretty hilarious. So, Jess, welcome to the program. Ah, thank you. Thank you for having me. All this, right. This sounds like real news. He sounds like a real newsman. He doesn't sound like a spoof. There's no way. He's <laughs> yeah. dressed in a suit. He looks like a professional. I got to play the part all the time. Okay, so before we get started and we ask you all about your comedy, we do have to tell the story of, of how we met. I oh, yeah. was bamboozled just as everybody else was when me and Cody went down to the Andrew Yang uh, rally in Los Angeles. We've been following on our uh, daily podcast, uh, Andrew Yang, quite extensively um, doing analysis of all of his different programs and the different uh, policy proposals that he has. And I got to tell you, the Yang gang is an excitable bunch. So we decided we're going to go down to his rally and see what's going on. And I noticed there's this Fox News guy with lights set up, a full camera. And I walk up and I say, wow, this guy has no bodyguards at a totally leftist rally in Pershing Square, downtown L.A. This dude has stones of steel and a spine made out of nothing but metal, right? So I walk up to him and I say, man, dude, you're on enemy turf here just by yourself. Wow, you're a big guy, you know? And after finally, what, like 15 minutes of talking, he finally breaks it to me and he says, dude, I'm a fake. And the best part was by that time we had both gotten press passes. That's right. That's how it works. (laughs) To go and interview. I cannot believe it. See, and – at least me and him are real, and problem solver politics is just not as well known as fake uh, as as Fox News. Yet here you are with a Fox News mic flag, and apparently that is all you need. It's pretty easy. I mean, I noticed when I used to go around with my uh, old mic flag, just like my Weber's Way logo, it wasn't. It was a little tough to uh, interview people because they were like, "Who are you with? Who's this?" You know. So I'm like, "All right, that's it. I'm going to go." CNN, Fox, so these people will talk to me. So that's what I started doing, and it's sh- sure enough, you know, it was t- it's too easy. Like we got when I met you, you you know, you came up to me like we knew each other. I didn't know, I don't know. I thought you were like, oh yeah, you know, you guys yeah. hobnob, whatever. Because <laughs> okay. I had, I was it CBS was there or ABC was there? Uh huh. They came up to me like, hey buddy, what's going on? You know, like yeah. we're all, I'm in the crowd, you know, like with just talking shop amongst mainstream media personalities, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah. So we're talking about how Trump, yeah, he might win, you know, whatever, and uh, you know, you know, we're best buds. And then you came over, and then we started talking, and then uh, I got those passes for you, and then I even got passes for my other buddy. Because uh, this lady, she loved me. She couldn't wait to get me uh, to interview Andrew Yang or whatever. And uh, it worked out pretty good. Okay. So, I mean, you are you are living the dream, I guess, of 
any kind of political comedian, because like John Stewart could never pull this off. He's too well known of a face. Right. Yeah, you're not well known of a face yet, but you completely look the role. I mean, you look like you are a good looking, handsome, articulate mainstream media anchor just trying to get the story about what's going on around town. He looks and just like though the guys the the ho the guys that come on and do the interviewing for the John Stewart's guys like Steve yeah. Colbert that eventually and Steve Carell that eventually went on became well known. But they've got a whole host of guys that men and women, but you look just like so, them. So what what, what got you scary. into this? I mean, this by, by the way, when we go on uh, our, 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 our breaks, I, for those of you that can't watch on Facebook live, um, you got to check out Weber's Way TV. It's hilarious. He spells it W-E-B-E-R-Z Way TV. And, I mean, you've been in front of Maxine Waters' house yeah. during uh, a protest there. You've been to the Andrew Yang rallies. Um you were recently with the, the the crazy guy that had the Infowars T-shirt on at the Andrew yeah, Yang rally, Brandon. When he got in a fight with Antifa, I mean, you are booked, man. This is like a full time job. Uh, it's starting to get busy. I knew, like, once I, knew, I that's why I mainly wanted Trump to win because I knew there was just comedy gold for the next four years. So if he gets elected another four years, you know, we're in business. So it had nothing to do with saving our economy from communism. Well, I, it was it, it was, was all it, just you know content, right? <laughs> Trump was common sense to me. He's a, he's a true Republican. I love this. It's comedy gold. Yeah, uh, it, it was. And, he, uh, and plus, plus Trump, you know, he's common sense. So, so what's, what was the birth? What was the birth of Weber's Way TV faking? Because there was a radio personality I loved throughout the 90s. My dad would listen to all the time named Phil Henry, who would call himself on his radio show and would talk through a filter and – he would have outlandish conversations with himself, faking he was a caller, mm -hmm. and just get people so riled that they would call in furious. And then it would be a three-way conversation where two of the characters were him. And if you were not in on the gig, you were just thinking this was the most heinous conversation you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> but if you were in on the gig, it was absolute pure radio gold. And, and I see what you're doing now on YouTube, spoofing... Uh, Fox News and NBC and CNN, I see that as like a modern Phil Henry, and it is just, it is just pure gold. Seeing what you're pulling off, how how did you? I, I'm surprised. A, nobody's done this before because it seems so simple. Yeah. And B, what got you into this? Um, well, I used to work at a network where we would uh, we would claim videos on the internet. So if your video was in a compilation and it was getting millions of views, we would put a claim on it. So I would make fake news spits because I knew that real news bits, it would mix in with those compilations. So I would put a claim in it, and I would get a percentage of that money. So my first one was uh, me talking to – I was on camera. I, I, stopped, I stopped rolling, and then I pretend I'm on the phone, and the, it's still recording, and I'm yelling at my wife, you know, telling her, you know, where the peanut butter is in the cupboard. You know, this is all live, and I'm like, oh, no, we're still on camera here. Yeah. And that got onto several different websites – and, uh, For what? Just proving that white men are bigoted, you know, no, women just, haters, or what? Just a blooper. Like they thought it was real from NBC, and and sure enough, it just got on that website. And then once it gets on a certain website, people think it's legit, and then that's how they go viral. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious! So you started making money by backdooring spoofs purposefully onto legitimate sites. Yeah. Because I mean, my job was also promotion, so I could I knew exactly what websites to put them on for other people that are looking for real content for like Huffington Post, you know, BuzzFeed, whatever. They're looking for a certain content. They'll find it, they'll take it, 
because they think it's legit, whatever. Or I would submit it to these news, these uh, websites because I was from a network, so they knew it was legit material, and I would send it off like that. And then they would say, okay, this is legit because it's coming from a network. I know I shouldn't be doing that, but that's where fake news comes from. You know? Yeah, okay. This is the whole – this is like you know how people think it's real news because it was on Huffington Post or something because they – that's where it is, but it's, you know, some guy like me seeding it into there or whatever. Like, I used to work at another company where um, uh, NBC was looking for footage, viral videos of, I don't know, anything, fake or real videos. I made a video of me with a shotgun. I shot a shotgun in the air, and it was all fake, whatever, and I submitted it to NBC acting like it was one of our clients or whatever. Sure enough, I f- they flew me to New York, and I had a whole interview at M- NBC, and Oh. it's nonstop, you know like i all my videos have been like ridic- ridiculousness uh true tv um uh different japanese shows so wow so there's a big money in viral videos and you know oh my goodness gracious so those of you that can't see because it's on radio check us out on facebook live my jaw is to the floor right now because i'm looking at this and i'm actually thinking wow this is really funny that this could happen, but I also see how it could be abused, and I recognize it's actually the new formula to try and dox people and try and ruin people's life. We actually did a segment on our daily podcast, our Problem Solver Politics uh, podcast on our YouTube channel, about how the left's new formula now to try and silence conservative voices is they specifically just try and get enough outlets to write a one-time questionable article about, is this guy racist? Is this guy a neo-Nazi? Is this guy a white supremacist? Mm -hmm. And if they can just get three or four of them published, then all of a sudden major news outlets, when they want to introduce him or analyze him as a speaker, will say, oh, well, this guy, an alt-right leader of, you know, a white supremacist group. And it's all just seeded, purposefully seeded fake news. It was learned from the textbook published by the conservatives put out of the, <laughs> about 10 to 20 years ago as we watched the Koch brothers funnel this in and build this up and they put these guys at places like George Mason University and other places to write these wonderful think tank pieces and push the marketing pieces and it was quite amazing. Look what we accomplished what they accomplished yeah, on uh, climate change. So you don't have to have facts, you just have to have good marketing or fun content it's about time that the Republicans finally figured out the playbook of the Democrats. <laughs> yeah, Mark, the guy that thinks the Koch brothers have managed to make uh, academia liberal. I mean, academia conservative, right? <laughs> have you not looked behind you? Okay, so anyway. So, okay, cool. So then what, what have you been doing lately? It's been like two weeks since we saw you down at the rally, but there's already like 15 new videos up on your channel and they're all hilarious. So what have you been up to lately? Uh, so uh, yesterday uh, was uh, naming their new street uh, rodeo to Obama Boulevard. And, uh, oh, Rodeo Drive? Rodeo Drive? Well, they no. called it Rodeo. Oh, Rodeo. They called it Rodeo. There's a ro- in Crenshaw? Oh, in Crenshaw. Okay, cool. I thought it was like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I call Eric Garcetti will touch Crenshaw, but he ain't going to touch Rodeo. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I mean, I was calling it Rodeo. I didn't know. But uh, no, I think that one is rodeo, yeah, and then the rodeo. one in uh, Beverly Hills is rodeo. Okay, so keep going. It's the same street, is it? <laughs> neighborhood, man. It's neighborhood. <laughs> same spelling. <laughs> okay. Um, so I went there, and um, you had to get media passes to get in, and okay. um, I was walking around by the line interviewing people. Um, I saw the security guard. He's like, uh, "Oh, you're with media." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure." And he's like, "Oh, come this way. You don't have to go through the line." So I'm like, "All right, cool." So I got in that way. Didn't have to go to the media and get 
any passes or anything. So that was pretty easy. And sure enough, I walked around, started interviewing some people, and then they just kept coming. They just kept lining up. Like, oh, interview me, interview me. They all wanted to be on the news. Every, like, Fox, uh, NBC, CB, CBC, or CBS came up. People, those same reporters came up to me like, oh, hey, you're with CNN. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just getting content for them, and if they use it, whatever. I know the lingo with these guys. Okay. <laughs> like, you do know that you could get a media pass, and, you know, you can, you can set up where we are. I'm like, ah, I'm all right. You know, I'm good. You know, I don't want mess with them at all yeah so uh i, I interviewed a few uh, a few people there i kept telling you know i would ask them uh, what do you guys think about having uh an, uh an ice department on obama boulevard in the honor of obama and they're like oh that sounds really great i'm like oh so there must be an immigration <laughs> problem here in crenshaw like oh yeah this is great we should oh thank god you know obama's gonna clean this up so, <laughs> so they were in favorite you know, and I'm like, well, you know, because Obama's the number one, you know, deporter, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Uh, not known to the general well, public. Well, th- they say he's the number one deporter, but all he did was change the definition of deportation. So if they stop you at the border and turn you away, that counts as a de- deportation. So it's a little bit that's of a right. false Trump stat. Trump insists on putting them in jail or separating their kids and putting well. the kids in jail. That's much so, more so, fun. So I'm, either way, you're, you're, you're talking to all these African Americans and they're saying. Oh, yeah. Clean up the streets, and by clean it up, you maybe get yeah. rid of the illegals. Yeah. Brutal. Um, this is this is great. And but they, I mean, about Obama still in office too. I mean, they actually think he's going to do this, right? Well, no, I just feel you know because the, they're having the street named after him. I said they're building a new building in the honor of him. But uh-huh. you know, hopefully Trump beats his numbers. But uh, <laughs> I mean, Jeez. let's be real, right? So then, also, I would tell him, you know, um, so what do you think about uh, Donald Trump's face being on Mount Rushmore? And they, that's when they got really mad, you know. I mean, I had one guy saw, you know, if the people voted for it, you know, I guess I'm okay with it. I'm like, okay, you know. And some guy, so this one liberal guy, he, um, he was asking, I'm, you know. And also when I talk to these people, I'm also saying, like, you know, they'll say, no, that's a horrible idea. And I'm like, oh, so it's a really good idea. You love it. You must really love it, you know. I'm, yeah, okay. You purposely lampoon them. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, he finally, uh, he caught on. And he kept following me around the whole entire place towards the end. And I was like, oh, I couldn't get any more content. So I'm like, all right, I'm just so you know, you can just stand here. My supervisor's coming right now, okay? So uh, you can just hang out here. I'll have him come right here. And I just walked away, pretending I got some B-roll, you know, shooting the trees or the sign or whatever. And I had to get out of there. Oh, my gosh. But at the end, when I was about to walk out, the yeah. media people come up to me. They say, do you need a media pass? I'm like, you know what? I don't. She's like, here, here, here you go. I'm like, and I look at the guy, and he walks away as soon as he saw all that. Oh, that is epic. Because he just kept following me around. He was one of those guys holding his phone right to his chest, trying to record me. I'm like, whatever, do get out of here. He's like, oh, he's, not, he's fake news. I'm like, oh, they're only saying that because I have CNN logo. <laughs> so, so this guy, so all the, so Fox... Fox, NBC, they're like, oh yeah, I hear, I oh, see what you're saying, news, yeah. Guys. Oh, yeah. So they defend not... you. They're, they're defending. Oh, they, yeah. oh yeah, they oh. defended me. Like, well, I was thinking you're under the ultimate guise because the second somebody says he's fake news, it's completely misread, especially yeah. by anybody in the media profession. They're going to start saying, oh no, come with us. We're real. <laughs> this yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. So it was perfect. So, so Trump had your back. Trump had my back. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> oh my. Gosh, this is too. F- Tell us more. I mean, right, don't so stop. So there's, there's I mean, another one. Uh, uh, I interviewed this one guy. He his, his English was really broken, so I know it was perfect. 
So uh, oh, I'm like, so uh, are you, uh, you know, like, what do you think about Obama? He's like, oh, he's really good. He did the, you know, uh, reform on immigration. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so are you here? How'd you get? Are you here legally or illegally? He's well, like, it's crazy. They think he actually did something on immigration. And it's yeah, like, I don't know what he did. Nobody touched it. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, um, I'm illegal. I'm like, oh, okay. So your parents hop. Your parents hopped the fence, and then you, they had you, or they were carrying you over the fence or something. He's like, yeah, and he agreed. So I don't think he understood what I was saying. That's why it's gold. Okay. So he basically admitted that his parents jumped over the fence, had him. He's an illegal, and he's a DACA, whatever. Okay. And, uh, you know, and I, and I make, you know, after he walks out, I'm like, oh, he probably stole my identification. You know, it's. And then you just said that so people around you would just oh, get yeah. pissed and, like, get all angry well, no and call one, you racist yeah. or what? <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, yeah, he walked away and, he, you know, he was fine. So, um, and uh, that was just yesterday. So that was, that was good. Um, so he hasn't been picked up by Ace yet? No, no. Okay. Well, of course, nobody's going to do that based upon some YouTube video. Um, <laughs> the, what do you mean? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> anyway, um, this, this is – I just got – have you ever gotten – Caught or in trouble for this? Have you ever gotten busted? No, I mean, I can talk my way out of it. I mean, I know the lingo of like, yeah, you know, I'm based out of, uh, you know, Ohio or whatever, or New York. You know, they're just sending me around to just collect B-roll footage, and if they use it, they use it. Whatever. That's the new thing now. They're oh. like, oh wow, they're doing that. I'm like, yeah, sure. This this is okay. This is me just still looking dupefied. The A, nobody's tried this before. Well, but they have. You watch the, the correspondence on, on The Daily Show or uh, on The Tonight Show. Yeah, but they're it's a Daily doing, Show. But they're doing it, but they don't but always not, tell you. But they're not spoofing a mainstream media. Oh, but, but they don't always tell you who they are. And sometimes, like when they're trying to get into the various conventions, they try and fake their way or push yeah, their way Yeah, but then in. their microphones don't have CNN or Fox News on it. They always, oh, they always have something generalized like... Oh, Channel One. Well, or... CBS can't afford to be sued. Neither can Comedy Central. So he's got the latitude to do what they want to do, but they. Well, th- that's him. what I'm saying. His situation is unique because he's straight up saying, it's "I am the hated Fox News. Right. I'm the real fake." News. You know, yeah. like well, and Fox does all the st- crazy stuff they do. So there's no way you could really sound foolish, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that's why I stick with Fox going into <laughs> mega, ah! going into <laughs> all my Fox <laughs> listeners out there. I'd like you to know. Yeah. Well, the thing that's interesting about this, I mean. I, we got to go to a break soon. I've got so many more questions for you, and I'm sure our listeners are absolutely loving this. Please uh, check into our Facebook live chat. Any questions you got for uh, Jess Weber, we're going to ask him. But when we, I was amazed that have you have you ever showed up and there's been another real Fox News guy there? Yes, that was at the Andrew Yang rally. Ooh. Oh, because I didn't see him. Oh, there was another Fox yeah, News guy, there. and I got a story on that as well. That's okay. Oh, okay. Hold on, ever, hold on. Have you ever pretended to be Van Jones? Go for it. Who's going to know? I got to know how this goes. All right, we're going to take a short commercial break here, guys. Stay tuned. We are here with Jess Weber from Weberway TV. This is Problem Solver Politics. Back in a minute. All right, all right, all right. This is Problem Solver Politics. Welcome back. We are live in the KHTS studio. I am your host, Cardinalis, with... Mark Murphy, attempting to maintain civility in the the political conversation. And I got to tell you, I love it because (laughs) what we're exploring now... We're showing the reality behind this whole fake news. <laughs> yeah, we are live in the studio with Jess Weber, the king of fake news, of real fake 
news. It I mean, does exist for all of us Democrats out there. There really is fake news. Get get with it. Yeah. Accept it. Okay. So before we uh, left on break, you're you're telling the story of how basically for those of you that are just joining us, Jess is a comedian who dresses up as an anchor, comes with a full array of cameras and lights, and dresses at conservative events events as a CNN anchor. Or at liberal events as a Fox News anchor and so on and so forth and starts recording these outlandish segments where he asks people if they like Donald Trump's face on Mount Rushmore or if they're proud that Obama Boulevard, there's going to be an ICE department built to, quote, clean up the streets and just gets the most hilarious reactions. But he's doing it under the guise of mainstream media. So we're going to ask him, have you ever shown up to an event uh, as like a Fox News anchor or a CNN anchor, and there's actually a real CNN anchor there. And yeah. how's that play out? Do tell. Uh, Andrea Yang's rally. Um, Fox was there, local Fox. He comes up to me and he's like, "Oh, so uh, they brought you out here too?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I, you know, they want me at all these events." And he and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool." So um, we got to interview Andrew Yang, and. In the beginning, he's like, "Do you?" He's like, "Do you mind if you hold my microphone and ask a couple questions for the local news?" So I'm like, "Oh, okay. You just want local questions, right? You know, I'm going over what we're going to talk about." He's like, "Yeah, yeah. Just do that, and uh, sure, we'll go on. You know, in like ten minutes." I'm like, "Okay." So I, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going on prime time now." <laughs> and I'm like, "What do I want to do? Do I want to pull a prank, or do I just want to do uh, regular questions about how Yang's going to clean up LA or whatever?" But so uh, you had a real anchor yeah. for we, real Fox News. Oh yeah, we were buddies. Give oh this All is day. epic. Okay, keep going, keep going. So um, uh, he uh, hands me his mic. You know, he's like, "All right, we're gonna go in a little bit." And then uh, he's like, "How long are you gonna be?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna be like ten, fifteen minutes with him." He's like, "Oh, okay." Then all of a sudden, he took off, grabbed his mic, went to the other side, and started filming. And he had the NBC guy hold his microphone. So I lost that. It was pretty close. Oh. But uh, that would have been funny. Um, okay. So so for those of you that are just tuning in, I mean, you have got to check out the podcast once we archive this. This man is a genius. He has been in front of Maxine Waters' house. He's been down at all these different rallies, just getting the most hilarious content. Exactly. What, how many venues have you snuck into? Like, how far have you actually taken this? What would you say is the biggest, I mean, con men say the biggest take or the biggest con. What, what's the, what's the, the biggest, the biggest event? Yeah, what's the biggest wedding you've crashed? What's the biggest event you got into? Biggest event? I mean, they're all pretty easy to get in. I mean, the only thing <laughs> that... Well, you said you made it into the Grammys. Is that the Oh, biggest? that's right, Grammys. Okay. Um, that was, uh, I mean, all right, I made some passes, put my face on it. <laughs> Um, I ca- when you just made media passes? Yeah. Well, I looked up old passes, <laughs> what the old Grammy passes look like. So I made that in Photoshop, put my face on it, and then put it like one of those things where you scan a barcode kind of thing. I don't know what they're called. You, uh, yeah. yeah, QR code. Yeah. Yeah. So so if you scan it, my picture will show up, and it'll say media reporter or whatever. I had it on my website. So they would just, you know, if they scan it, they're not going to scan it. So yeah. I, made, I made it look really legit, like, you know, 2000, I don't know what year it was, 16 or 15. Jeez, yeah, okay. So the cops walk, cops are like, oh, you can't go this way. I'm like, oh, we got passes. We're supposed to do media in the back for the celebrities to come out. You're like, all right, go ahead or whatever. So we got in the back way, and celebrities are coming out, and we're just, you know, sticking the mic. But, uh, yeah, we've, that was pretty crazy. Oh, um, 
I was I stand out when the gosh. when the Kings won the Stanley Cup. Uh huh. I was out front telling everybody that the Kings are guilty of steroids and telling all the fans. <laughs> I'm like, are you guys upset? And they're like, what? No way. I don't think so. You're right. Not in L.A. I'm like, eh, they're guilty. This guy. I wish New York would have won. You know, I would tell them that New York should have won. And oh, they, my goodness. They would get nuts. Oh, yeah. Have it, have it, has anybody ever gotten violent with you? No. I mean, the guy yesterday, it was the closest violence I've ever thought he was. Because I got close to him because I pretend I couldn't hear him. So I got closer to him and he's like get away from me, you know, and so I'm like, all right, okay, whatever, he's like, oh, uh, don't touch me, don't touch me, you know, all those yeah, liberals. those guys, uh, okay, so, do we have any clips here, Cody? That one <laughs> might have, uh, uh, do, do we have any clips that were pretty confident, well, the, I, we listened to the one, did you listen about, to it first? No, the one about you're interviewing the kids that say, that we're bragging about Coachella herpes, oh yeah, that's a classic, oh my gosh, um, the, do we have the one about? Uh, <laughs> I okay, mean, we're going to perspective. The way you set that one up is beautiful. I, I mean, Look. this this is genius. We're going to screen this here for two seconds before we throw it up there. But basically, you sat on a street corner. Where was the street corner? Uh, this was um, Maine, and uh, it was the Huntington Peach Pier. I was just at the okay. Trump rally, you know, and just. And these people weren't part of the Trump rally at all. They were just walking by, checking things out. And they looked at me like, oh, we want to be on TV. Because a lot of people do that. They all just want to jump on TV, mm-hmm. say their, you know, whatever. So I'm like, all right, here we go. You guys all have herpes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it. We're doing a segment on herpes. You guys want to be on the show, right? You know, don't, don't waste my time. We're trying to get – let's get this segment in. And this is on camera and radio. Yeah. And, so and you just kids. come up with it on the spot, or yeah, do you? That was all right on, yeah, because I knew I needed some bits like that. These young people have just admitted to their parents that they and their partners and that they have herpes. Yeah, because... the one girl was like, "I got it at Coachella." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they play along. You know, a lot of people play along because they don't want to. I don't. I don't know if they're nervous because I know how. If you know, I'll I'll go to the max where I put makeup on, yeah. I'll put foundation on. So you know how when you get when you ever interview with a real news reporter, you know how heavy yeah. makeup they have on yeah. them and the lights, camera, everything's for show, just to trick the minds. Like, wow, this guy's legit. Yeah. So these I kids, did notice that you had a lot of foundation on. Yeah. And you had legit caked on yeah. lights, camera, action, makeup when I saw you and. I, I hadn't really thought about it, but I did notice it. So I'm sure that triggered something subconscious. So I would think that, oh, this guy's a real deal. He must be real. I don't know. I, that's what I would think of. And he does look legitimate like a news anchor. I mean, well, this guy passes for the real thing. So Yeah, it's pretty easy, really. Okay, so you snuck into the Grammys. Yeah. We're going to show the herpes clip down to the Huntington Pier. You've snuck into multiple rallies. Um, how, how What's... What's what's your next big goal? Like, what are, do you have? Like, do you have an event that you're trying to specifically go after and spoof, or or are you just kind of taking it as it's coming? And you're like, okay, I'm just going to get whatever falls in my lap. Whatever rally comes up, um, I definitely want to get an interview with Trump for sure. That's probably one of my main goals. I'm hoping he comes to LA. Um, if he doesn't, I'll go wherever he is and try to get an interview with him. As you, a, you will be a Fox News person when you do that. That's the only way you're going to get it. Well, they'll think I am. And, yeah. I, I, and I just looked online. You can just get a media pass for like 100 bucks. so I might just do that. <laughs> and, or just look at it and just make one myself because they show you what it looks like. So Okay, so now I, I got I to ask you a question. Here, we're going to turn this a little bit to a current event question. Okay. You've obviously proven your worth as a hilarious comedian and a media personality. And this is why 
my phrase that you know we used to that I, I constantly repeat on the show that we used to listen to politicians and laugh at comedians, but now we listen to comedians and laugh at politicians is totally true. true. Because what you're doing is laying bare the absolute insanity of how much trust we put into a news media that is an absolute unabashed joke. I mean, literally, you guys need to Google right now these three college employees and one professor who spoofed seven academic studies that made it into legit academic journals that were total hogwash. One guy took the first chapter of Mein Kampf by Adolf Hitler and rewrote it, replacing the word the Jews with like white men and then rewrote the Third Reich as like intersectional feminism. And they just modernized a chapter of Mein Kampf Making it an intersectional feminist essay, and it got picked up by the um, by the leading journal on intergender studies. Then they went to a dog park, and they said that dogs humping each other in the dog park is evidence evidence of college rape culture, and that got picked up in the number one social sciences uh, 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 sciences journal with nothing but fake quotes. Fake references, fake bibliography, fake works cited, the whole nine yards. And in one year, they got seven or eight of these things published in legitimate scientific journals until finally somebody caught up with the fact that, holy crap, this guy literally just modernized a chapter of Mein Kampf and called it intersectional feminism and blew the lid off what is the joke of fake science and pseudoscience and, 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 and political influence in academia? And to a certain extent, I feel like Jess Weber's doing the same thing with the media. What does this say for the state of modern media in politics right now? Like, what do you think? Have you ever sat back after one of these, you know, the conservative street artist calls them hits. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you call your completion of one of these gigs, but mm-hmm. ha- have you ever sat back after one of these hits and just thought, wow, this is like total proof that we are just drowning in BS? I mean, ha- have any it thoughts is. ever come to your mind about the, the actual political implications of what you're doing? I did a, I did a bit along, <laughs> I did a bit during, before the election 2016 on Hollywood Boulevard where I told people, I'm like, listen, we know who wins the election. You know, we're the news people, we know. Like, really? I'm like, yeah, we know. Hillary Clinton wins. So we're just going to tell you who wins on air, and you just give us your natural reaction, whatever. You know, I'm staging all this thing. This is all on camera. And uh, and that's the bit right there is to show that I can tell anybody to go along with what I'm doing, and they uh-huh. play along very easily, and people believe it on TV because this is what really goes on in real life these news people you know say okay I need you guys all set up make it look like we're all homeless uh-huh. and we need some money and here we go everyone cough or whatever and you know you know, there's a lot of bits of CNN setting <laughs> yeah. up stuff in other countries making it look like they you know they need help or whatever so where do we go to know what's really going on like in your mind as a guy that spoofed so much news yeah you know and I'm not out here to say that all news is fake in fact here at KHTS I have a large amount of respect for the news department, uh, most people are familiar with the political leanings of the uh, uh, the owners of the radio station because they're prominent conservatives in town. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the newsroom is staffed to the hilt with a bunch of leftist, you know, uh, poli sci and, and and journalism majors that still haven't gotten 
you know, all the Marxism their professors have installed in their heads out of their systems yet. The intellectual and, elites who actually read books. Yeah, yeah the intellectual of, yeah, elites yeah. that read books. Yet they, they, they never push an agenda. The owners of this radio station are actually really good that they're never pushing an agenda or an edge. They want their news to be pure. And um, they actually encouraged me to be on the show, which is hard to believe, given my <laughs> democratic. Well, I mean that that's true. I mean the proof is in the pudding here. I mean the the number one political talk show around town here is staffed by a Democrat and a Republican. You know what I'm saying? It's and we both have equal airtime. And the leader of the news department, I have a lot of respect for it. Um, I respect ninety nine point nine percent of what Devin Miller puts out. And what's interesting is he'll never tell you what he's registered as. And he says, I never want it to get out in this town what my political uh, thoughts are, and I never want them present, you know, or or I never want people to be able to tell from my news writing what my political ideologies are because that is not the place for it. And I have so much respect for him. It's, well, it's probably like, a student of Walter Cronkite or some of the great ones. Well, no, past. like honestly, the uh, yeah. I would love to get him on the show one of these times to actually talk about what are the true ethics of journalism because then you see like what Caleb Lunetta writes over at The Signal. You know, and it's basically just like propaganda saying Dave Barlavi is the greatest thing since sliced bread. But anyway. Um, Did you just say The Signal is a leftist-leaning document? No, no, he is, oh, Caleb. Yeah. It's, uh, it, no, it's the, hilarious. The Signal is a leftist document. We need to get that word out so all no. Republicans start subscribing. <laughs> And the paper will fold. Okay. No. So anyway, what um, I forgot what I was going to ask him, but I, I do have a question. Is is what I, I'm curious here. Do you ever feel? Do you ever feel like there's a line that you've ever crossed? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or okay, what is that? No, I mean, keep going. I mean, I've He's crossed a, a lot. He's a comedian. I've crossed. A, to... I feel bad. I do feel bad a lot of the times because I don't tell them after they walk away. So that's the that's the st- well. You can't tell them else it ruins the gig, right? I right. mean, sometimes like I did a uh, Ebola breakout on the plains on <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard, oh, and I would ask them like, "So are you coming? Where are you coming from?" She's like, "Oh, we, you know, we're visiting California." I was like, "Oh, so you took the you, you're in LAX, right?" She's like, "Oh, okay." So there was a plane infected with Ebola spread out through the entire airport. I didn't know if you're okay because it's you know, and they're like, "Oh, I got to go back. <laughs> I got to go back there tomorrow." I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. So I feel bad. I didn't say, like, yes, it's just a joke. Because they're actually leaving the next day to go. You are going to be arrested. You know that, right? Okay, we got to cut the last seven seconds of this broadcast. No, I'm just kidding. So then um, I'm curious. what What do you think of the media today? Because what's interesting is I have so much respect for what, like, Devin says, you know, about I never want people to be able to tell what my ideologies are. Yet, in my lifetime, I've seen the media change from being something we could cite in bibliographies. I mean, I remember my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Pace at Santa Clarita Elementary, bless her soul, when she was teaching us what bibliographies were and the difference between primary sources and secondary sources and reliable sources and unreliable sources, I remember her literally saying, what are some good primary sources, kids? And she mentioned like, you know journal entries, news articles, encyclopedias, so on and so forth. And I remember her saying, you know, if you can ever get an old news story, that's actually a really good primary source because journalists are required and held to a certain set of ethics to say what's really going on in an unbiased fashion. And, and in my lifetime, even back then, I was like, well, I don't know if that's true, Mrs. Pace. Well, you know what I'm saying? True. That's when she was just citing Wikipedia. Um, but but like, we've good. gone from news being something that's citable as a primary source to sixth graders at Santa Clarita Elementary to being something where it's like, uh, I mean, the SPLC just went down in flames. 
because they literally called everything that would make them money racist. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, it's an absolute joke. You don't know where to turn to, to such an extent that it's easy to now lambast and spoof the mainstream media that we totally depended on for eons that Walter Cronkite broadcast from, the most trusted man in America now. You don't believe half the junk that CBS says. So, oh, wait a second. I believe everything that The Night Show says. I mean, come on. For journalism, my, my mom went to journalism school, and she was taught that if a certain situation that you're in, you need to be the person that has to be the one that thinks, okay, is this a good thing that, to tell the people for them to believe, even though it's not the real information? But if it's good for them, it's good for the world. So that's the kind of, you know, that's what they grew up in okay. back in the day. So, I, I mean, how I look at the news right now is just a bunch of bull. You know, okay, yeah. It's, so you're hoping to expose it. You're, you're expo- trying to say, listen, pay attention because you're probably being fed a certain amount of stuff. That word being woke is a real thing. Yeah. You know, and, and, and especially with, like, Alex Jones with conspiracies and stuff like that, they're all coming true. Like, there's a lot of things that come true from – I've known about a lot of yes, these different – Alex cons- Jones is insane. Yeah, well, that's pretty But it, there's so. a lot of conspiracies that he talks about from years ago are now oh, coming sure. true. Yeah, and then they're no longer conspiracies if they're actually true. Right. So. And then all of a sudden it's strange, but all of a sudden Alex Jones ends up becoming the reporter instead of the conspiracy theorist. Right. And what's even weirder oh, is – Oh, we in trouble. I noticed – no, but I know the second you talk about Alex Jones, everybody goes haywire. But the truth is what I've noticed in my life – is how I've heard multiple conversations by serious pundits on all different platforms, whether it's broadcast television or broadcast radio, talk about how TMZ has broken major stories. And now TMZ, what used to be considered the, 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 you know, the fodder of pop culture, now all of a sudden being the reliable reporter in the room because that's how crazy our clown world has gotten. Well, it's Comedy Central. That's where we go for all of our news. So, okay, so here, we're going to have to take another <laughs> quick break, but when we get back, I'm super curious. I, I want to hear what you think about, like, wh- how you consume your media and, like, how you figure out what's real and what's not because you're the king of fake news and a little bit more about your background. we got to take a short commercial break. We are here with Jess Weber of Weber TV. This is Problem Solver Politics. Don't go away. All right, welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, and you are live in the KHTS studio right now with Mark Murphy and Jess Weber of Weber TV, the king of real fake news. This guy actually shows up dressed as a Fox News anchor at liberal events or dressed up as a CNN anchor at conservative events and drives everybody wild asking them hilarious questions such as how do you feel about Donald Trump Donald Trump's Donald Trump's face on Mount Rushmore or what do you think about an ice station being built on the corner of Crenshaw Boulevard and Rodeo or uh, uh Obama Boulevard down in uh, Crenshaw it's it's pretty hilarious so um Jess I, I got to know Oh, you recently okay? We'll talk about this cloud event where you said you were Doctor Cloudy yeah. for the climate change event. But before we go anywhere, what what's your background to give you the guts to do this? I mean, a man does not all of a sudden dress up as a news anchor with all of this paraphernalia, all these lights, all of this camera system that looks legit, and not have 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 guts and experience. Where'd you get your guts from? Where'd you get your experience from? Uh, well, I'm from New York. I studied uh, acting improv for about good. 10 years in New York. Okay. Finally made the move out to LA to pursue the whole Hollywood dream. Obviously that failed because uh I got really sick. So I got um so I 
so being sick, I couldn't really do as much. So I ended up getting a desk job and, you know, watched yeah. the whole YouTube movement go on and, you know, involve myself with all that. But besides all that, I did uh, stand-up classes out here in L.A. So tell me about your experience on stand-up. Not many guys can do that. That takes a lot of guts. Yeah, stand-up is great, but it, it's it's horrifying. When you yeah. – <laughs> I The yeah. first honest – Stand up response. Hey, received. I did stand up, and there's a reason why they say it's the most difficult form of comedy. It is. It's because insane. it's a man, a plan, and a microphone. That's it. And if it fails, it's on you. If it succeeds, yep. it's because of you. It's all or nothing, baby. That I takes went total courage. I went to the improv open mic night, right? Okay. Busy place, right? They, you know, they call your name if you get, you know, when you put your name in the hat. And every single joke before me was all about hating on white people, white white guys, white this, you know, white privilege. I'm like, oh no. So they call my name, and they're like, just Weber. I'm like, oh, no, I don't know if I'm going to do it. And the guy's like, oh, don't bail out, Jess. I'm like, oh, I'm right here. You know, I'm just getting a drink. Didn't hear you. Whatever. Here we go. <laughs> I just okay. threw myself in the situation, and uh, I started telling them about a joke about uh, my doctor. I have a gay doctor. Uh-huh. And I was telling them about how, you know, how he was inspecting me or whatever, and you know, it took too long, and – and no one thought it was funny. It was pretty bad. Okay. And and then there, you know, and then I went on to different jokes, and it was just it's just horrifying. It is, I bombed pretty bad. Okay, you bombed. All yeah. right. And uh, yeah, and I bombed at a lot of other open mics, so it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> so so once you've hit rock bottom, it's easy to come back and do fake news. Yeah. So yeah. So on a radio program, you're like, I basically failed as a stand-up comedian, so now I do YouTube, right? <laughs> That's brutal, man. No, I'll, but it's funny and it's true because we all start out failing at something. Okay, I mean, I'll get back to it when I'm ready again, uh-huh. but uh, not right now. I think this is this is much easier. I mean, I go out, find easy talent. I don't have to cast anybody anymore. <laughs> I used to have a I used to have a, a, a big studio where I would do my other channel. I had another channel called Freaking Original where we would hire these people, these actors, to do a skit. Okay, and we're like, all right, we want to do a photo. Uh, we want to do a photo with everybody or whatever. And she's like, they're okay. And then we had this guy in a green screen outfit, right? Uh-huh. And we're on a green screen, and the models are posing, and the green screen guy is holding a reflector. And she's like, okay. You know, we're like, oh, yeah, we just want to put a you know, nice little glow on you. And the green screen guy, he's got a fake boner underneath the <laughs> grease. <laughs> you know, holding it real close. Oh, no. Uh, and the models' reactions were priceless. But um, – that's what we would do. I mean, who cares? We, we didn't really care about the skit. Yeah, we put it into it. We made a video out of it. But basically, they came there to get pranked. They didn't know it. We did it for a while. And then YouTube demonetized the entire channel. So it's useless. <laughs> I mean, it got, <laughs> okay. that video got like 10 million views. So, I mean, it did pretty well. Holy smoke. All right. So then you got into politics. Rough. Yes, By the Trump. way, please don't write me letters. I had no idea who was going to reference that green screen model. But no, I'm just kidding. So, um, all right. Then uh, – Oh, sorry. Continue. I interrupted you. No. Um, 2000, 2015 was probably when I was my sickest. I was hitting rock bottom, sat on the couch all the time for like the next two years watching Trump's, you know, you know, glory to victory there. Um, and I studied everything about politics, what was going on. Trump was, you know, he was just speaking my mind the whole entire time, you know. Okay, yeah. And, uh, and sure enough, I just figured, you know, I'll just get back at it, go to these different rallies and just see what's going on, you know. And you said earlier, uh, Trump is comedy gold. He is. He's comedy gold. Yep. Yeah, and I hope he gets elected another four years because we need <laughs> yeah. more comedy. But his policies are great too. But I also it does create lots of good humor. 
I did. Yeah, I did a lot of. Uh, I did a lot. Of, I used to go down to Hollywood Boulevard a lot with my friend uh, Sarah, and she would pretend she was, you know, a drunk reporter, and I would come in there and like, "What are you doing? You know, this is horrible, unprofessional." And then we had a fake cop come in, arrest her right in front of the other person. Oh my goodness! So that well, that one did pretty well, and um, and we or I would or I have coke all over my nose, but it's flowery, you know, and I'm like talking to the reporter saying like, "What are you doing? How can you have your shirt open like this?" And she's like, "What's on your nose?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm eating a powder donut," you know. <laughs> Oh, and, you know, I'm pretending I'm talking to Anderson Cooper uh, in my earpiece, you know. Oh, well, I got to tell you, I mean, Cody, Cody can can attest to this. That's what sold us on on him before. You saw him talking the earpiece, oh, yeah. right? When we were back there, I saw you doing the, just like the fake uh, the hit back with the people. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. Where all right, we're going. And some girl was just standing there. just like, She has no idea what's going on. Just at all. mesmerized. And those teenage girls wanted to talk to you because you literally faked her on the earpiece saying, Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so so get a question from the crowd about uh about oh okay yeah yeah. Well, there might be some crowd people here that want to talk to me. You know, it was the most exactly. hilarious. I'm like, thing. all right, guys. I'm like, just so you guys know, we're going live in five seconds. So you guys got to be ready. So they're all getting really nervous. You know, I can sense it. I'm like, all right, here we go. I can hear them. Okay, we're going live. Here we go. All right, so you guys, uh, we're doing a segment on herpes, and you guys all have herpes. <laughs> That's great. Um, how'd you cure it? What are you guys doing? And sure enough, some of these people play along. Or this one shocked. guy said he'd bathed his face in acid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's it's not. Okay. So you go to this climate change convention. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, as was... as Chuck Beaver, I noticed that was one of your oh. aliases, Doctor Cloudy. Doctor. Oh no, Doctor yeah. Cloudy. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other really great hilarious aliases you usually choose? Um. I, I did Mark Acosta. You know, I said I was uh, Jim Acosta's uh, cousin or nephew or whatever. So they <laughs> okay. bought that. Uh, Mar- uh, Chuck Beaver, Mike Pecker. Um, Jock <laughs> Strapper. Jock Strapper was a good one. Jock Strapper. <laughs> like Jake Tapper. I don't know. I, it was and people buy it. They oh, yeah. You. Yeah, yeah. It's real easy. This you know, you you'll, sometimes you'll get a little look like, did he just say Chuck Beaver? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, and then I'll say, you know, my brother, Harry, he's, you know, oh, he, he loves this stuff, you know, and my mother, Maya, she's, uh, you know, and then, I, you know, I'll go Maya. Oh, okay, Th- this is too good. This is too good. Okay. But climate change. Dr. Cloudy, I came in there as a doctor, told everyone was a doctor doing a thing for sci-fi, and, and I basically, you know, you know, told him, like, you know, climate change, come on, you really, you know, it's not. It's not real, is it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know this, these rallies are like 15 people. It's a real joke. And, and, the, and then they're like, oh, so when is this coming out? You know, they want to see it. On, I'm like, oh, yeah, when the Green Deal uh, passes, it'll come out. And they're like, oh, yes, okay. I'm like, the Green Deal deal is not coming out at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, but before we go here, how can they find you really fast in 10 seconds? How can uh, people find you? YouTube, Weber's Way, Instagram, uh, Weber's Way, Films, Twitter, Weber Jess. And it's with one B, W-E-B-E-R. Yes. You got to check him out. He's Jess Weber. This is Problem Solver Politics. See you next week. KHTS AM 1220 and 98.1 FM Santa Clarita.